What's going on, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast. I'm Rocco. Co-hosting today is Sabino. What's up, guys? And we got Anthony Serrata here helping us out for something special for you guys. So, before we go into anything, funny story. Me and Ann go way back from high school years. Who would have thought that we'd be connecting like this? But pleasure to have you on. Sabino always holding it down. St. Francis prep gang over here. Hell yeah, we got numbers now. We got numbers. Thank you guys for having me on. Thanks for coming, man. We appreciate it. Always good to have a fellow Italian here talk about some culture. Fellow Italian, fellow prepsters. Nothing but spreading the culture. That's what we're trying to do. And that's what Anthony's trying to do, too. So a lot of you noticing this book right in front of us. And just tell the people a little bit about yourself. So I went to St. Francis Prep. I uh, met Rocco there. Uh, we were part of the Italian crew at uh, SFP. And uh, my whole entire life, I'm all about loving my uh, culture and pushing it forward. And I thought the best way to do that would be to uh, something in the media. So like whether it be a movie or a film or a television show. And this book actually started as a screenplay. And I said to myself, I don't have a million dollars to finance a movie. So I said, let me self-publish a book. And I came up with the idea. The main character is loosely based off of me. Uh, he, it's an Italian guy that meets a hippie girl. Oh, man. So you met a hippie girl? <laughs> oh, no, man. no. I really didn't meet <laughs> a hippie girl. But, yeah. I'm sure there's definitely more context to it. Yeah. And I haven't got a chance to read it, but I can't wait to do that. Italian guy with a hippie girl. That sounds like Williamsburg. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be eating sauce that kid. <laughs> <laughs> she learns to make sauce, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No she spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> And she really loves him. She has to learn, you know? Exactly. See, that's the thing with the Italian community. It's like, I always wonder how receptive they'll be to, I want to say a foreigner, but let's just, yeah, let's use like an outsider for the term. So I'm definitely curious to how that plays out. And just in general, like I can imagine Nonna seeing like, uh, I don't know, somebody who's not Italian for the sake of conversation here. And she'll definitely give like a little glance like, (laughs) me. going on over here <laughs> our family is like the extreme of it because like our aunts and uncles all married italian but not only italian but like within the villages in our area wow, so like, like 25 minutes yeah, yeah like everybody's off the boat and everybody like this is our town and then like it's either three or four town choices you know yeah we got a we got a, a small circle if you will but a big family and result of it so that's wild but you know that's a good thing though I mean, for all of us, though, like all the cousins, that's not the case, you know? Yeah. Who's married here, there, you know? True. Different world we live in. And that's kind of what you're talking about here. Exactly. So tell us a little bit uh, about the book. Setting, era. So the book takes place in 1970s Queens. Uh, I go into Long Island a a little bit, but the main setting is Astoria. And... uh, you know, I uh, I chose this 70s because I kind of feel like that that's a better time to capture like the height of like the Italian culture here in America. I I always feel like it's kind of dwindling like as we get further on in uh, time. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like Bronx Tale vibes. Yes, right? yes, yeah. it, it's exactly like I, I got Bronx that vibe too. Vibe. Like, do you make sauce? <laughs> do you make sauce? I could easily see this turning into a movie. You know, and I hope that it gets to that point. I have the movie rights, man. <laughs> but, and it started uh, as a screenplay, so. No, so the idea is perfect. And I think 
you know, a lot of times in today's society, I feel like Italians could be frowned upon just because of what's happened in the past and what we stereotypically think of Italians. So what kind of Italian do we have here in this story? Honestly, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. So explain both. So start the, with the start with the bad. Start with so the bad. So the uh, the bad is kind of like the one thing that I personally am not too crazy about my culture is uh, like when you're too old school to a point where you don't want someone you know to be in the arts or to be anything that's outside of a lawyer or a doctor or the family business, you know, because that that happens a lot in a lot of tra- traditional families. And how about the good? The and then good? I'll touch on both. <laughs> of course. <Culture>. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, the um, good is like, you know, I love being Italian. I think everyone who's Italian loves being Italian. We have the greatest culture on the uh, face of the planet, <laughs> if you ask me. But, uh, you know, I, I'd be biased. But, yeah. And, uh, you know, like what Italian people are going to like about the book as they um, read it is they can relate and they're going to see their childhoods in both good and bad aspects. So they're going to see what Norna did for them. They're, they're going to see what their parents did. They're going to see about Maginette pots and, and espresso and certain words and, like, phrases that they've had their whole entire life that they thought other people really might not know, and I put it right into the mainstream. Okay, so before I touch up on the, the good and bad, uh, what's your background? What's your Italian background? Are you Sicilian? I'm are you Napolitan? Are you, well, your family's from Sicily? Yeah. First generation? Second generation. Second generation. So your parents, well, your grandparents were born in Italy. Yep. Right? They were born in, uh, my nonna was born in Raffadale, and my nonna was born in Geneva, but her parents were born in Catania. Okay. And do you speak Italian, Ant? Very, very little. Little? You understand it? Enough to get by. All right. I know I what Mikia means. He knows the food, yeah. you know? No, so the reason I ask that is because when you say you use a little bit of the slang in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Like, so uh, broad. Like, we say the dialect. We say the Napolitan dialect. Yeah. So I was curious if you introduce some of those words to people well, like oh i never heard of that before you know what i mean so i kind of used more italian american slang oh so like gobble yeah and, yeah and I super sad more stereo- uh, yes stereotypical slang because i didn't want to get too far off to where someone who's not italian like really nice won't know what yeah, i'm talking about i think about. that's the right approach there yeah that's the way to get like the most views from it all right so the bad you said was the Remind so, me. So, like, if you look at Saturday Night Fever, right, how the uh, parents, you know, it it's, uh, takes oh, place school, in, yeah, yeah. in the 70s, very old school. John Travolta wants to be a, a, a dancer, and, and the whole family hates it. So it's kind of like that, that kind of deal where if you do something that's out of the box and if you're the black sheep, you know, you are different from your family in one little way, you know, they're not going to be too uh, crazy about it. Yeah, I mean, I think me and Sabino could definitely attest to that because our whole lives, our parents, you know, they want – you know, maybe me a little more than Sabino, but they want you to follow this like strict path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't follow it, then I don't know, you're not making them proud. Of, I don't know if that's the right word there, but it's like even with your grandparents, you have to follow that straight line. Yeah. You know, and if you don't, you're seen as like an outsider, not an outsider, but like you're kinda, you kind of you get yep. frowned upon. Like like if if you have a tattoo, for example, you look at like, oh, man, he has a tattoo. What <laughs> happened to my beautiful grandson? Like, you know, and it's funny because Savino has all the things I was going to mention, yeah. but Nana still loves him. <laughs> like, like I could imagine her face when she saw him walking with earrings, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> I, have a, I have a funny story about that one. <laughs> Is it in there? My, uh, no, but my Nono found you out You used to have an earring, right? Two. You, 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 you have them both out now? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't wear them anymore. But... What are you 
Yeah, yeah, wait. <laughs> when I when I got my first earring, my normal like, he was like, right now you're half a woman. If you get two, <laughs> you're a full woman. <laughs> so don't yeah. get two. And then the when I got my second one, uh, it was the morning of the SAT, and I put a Band-Aid over it, thinking that he wouldn't see it. He or took me right home, made me late for the SAT, man. <laughs> you didn't give a crap. That's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of growing up at Italian. We got the bad parts, but to me, honestly, I feel like it's kind of a good thing. So, you know. It builds the culture. It is a good it, thing. It makes us way. who we are, yeah. you know. If it, if it wasn't for the old school, like, oh, and a, a grandparent living in America or Canada or Australia for 40 years and not knowing the English language. Of course. You know, we're not going to have these these uh, posts and videos that have the broken English. Like, oh, well, you know, make it a sauce. <laughs> you want some chicken? I start out to? Like, that that would never be if it weren't. True. You want some cheeky? You know? The reason why I was so excited to, uh, to do this podcast is because I know our followers are really going to, like, it's really going to hit home. Because let's be honest, all these followers we have, not everybody's married full Italian. Right. So mm. A lot of people can relate to, you know, being with someone that, doesn't completely understand like your upbringing you know so i feel like you're really like connecting a lot of people to that yeah kudos to you because we have a lot of followers who are not italian and they married into an italian family and i feel like that book will hit <laughs> home for them and i hope it does and it, it, if you get a chance i definitely would suggest grabbing one um but before we get into any of that like what sparked that idea what made you think i want to start writing you know out of high school i didn't I didn't think that you were a writer. I thought I was you a terrible were. Writer. I thought you were gonna be like an accountant or something. <laughs> you know, I was a I was a terrible writer. Uh, but what I did my whole entire life was I always journaled. Like I always like to write down my experiences. I'm really big on preserving my family culture. So like uh, preserving pictures, writing things down for my kids to see one day. Writing down my grandfather's stories. You know, he has about a hundred thousand stories that I have to remember. And I want to <laughs> tell my kids those stories one day. For sure, man. Because those stories don't happen anymore. You know what I mean? Like the way that our grandparents, Nono and Nona, live their lives. Like, you know, it's just just totally different world now. And that's kind of what sparked the thing for this, uh, the idea for this book is because I like kind of told myself, like, you know, that old school Italian way, you know, I don't want it to go. Like, like, like how you said, there's good and there's bad, but... It's all that I know, and I feel like it's slipping away more and more. And I, I wanted to do all that I can to bring it back, and I brought it to life with a book. The beauty with technology, though, is, like, you can preserve it by doing what we're doing right now, like podcasting. So it's like when your grandfather says some stories, grab a camera and record it. So yeah. that way, you know, you don't forget every little detail. And yeah. You actually preserve his story the way he said it. That's yeah. why I have a lot of respect. To future generations. I have a lot of respect for what you guys do here. I can relate to so much, and there is so many memes and so many stories that, that you guys post that literally have happened to me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what yeah. we love to hear, man. Yeah. Usually, and usually 90% of our uh, content is like, you know, everybody's either heard of it or have experienced it themselves. You know? Yeah, you know, with us, I feel like it's a little different because we are first gen. Mm -hmm. So not, not that you're any different. I think first and second gen are in, in their own group. Yeah, but you know. I, I feel like we're at a level of Italian where it's like kind of too Italian. You know what I mean? For today's world and society, I think the third and fourth are a little more on the Americanized section. Mm -hmm. But those are the most passionate ones. Those are the ones that want to be Italian. They want to be more Italian, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
So they got all that, and I feel like the first and second ones generation are not doing enough on their part to promote the culture as best as they can. So you coming out with a book, you're already ahead of 90% of the game. I people really could people right. can say that I want to make a book on the Italian culture and promote it in a sense, and you know they'll never do it. The fact that you wrote a book, because let's be real here, how many people can write a book? Thank you know, you. a lot of people are skilled in writing, but will never take that that chance, I guess. And you know, writing a book is a risk. You know, are you committed to this full time? Are you 100% down to just be like, listen, this is what I want to do in life, and I'm gonna just roll with it. It's funny that you actually say that because I just told my dad today for the first time because he's been begging me to get like a full-time job and I've just been doing side gigs here and there and I've been pouring all my money into the book and I told him that, Dad, you know, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I'm just letting you know I'm going to be a writer full-time. I'm going to do what I have to do on the side to make cash, but this is my job. Like I want it to become a movie. I have two more books coming out. I'm sticking with the Italian theme, like, you know, uh, you know, the mixing of cultures. Second book is kind of is kind of similar. It's more with a country girl and kind of like a, a famous Italian writer. So you have two books already? Uh, yeah. So that's my first one. It just came out on November 5th. It's available okay. wherever books are sold. OK. Awesome. Awesome. Amazon. It's digitally, Amazon, digitally available. Yep. Amazon. Convenient. No- awesome. Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, wherever you go, it'll be there. Perfect. And um, how long did it take you to write this one? It took me four quick months. And uh, what's actually really funny about it is that there's a portion of the book that does take place in Italy. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say where because you guys have to read it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But uh, I, was so, I was so convinced that my book was going to be published and in, and in stores that I randomly booked a trip to Italy for the first time with my friends. And I went to the towns that I actually wow. you know, That's awesome, put in man. my book. I, I was that Specifically for that reason? Yes. That's awesome I, that you had friends to tag along to. Yeah. I, uh, I brought two of my close friends, and uh, they, they were so great about it. I, 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 at the time, I wasn't telling too many people. You know, I, I was very secretive because, you know, when, when you write a book, it's, uh, you know, you're afraid that it's, like, not going to be that great. Right. But uh, I was so crazy that I, like, brought it to church. I had it blessed by the priest and everything. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. It was wild. <laughs> it's, it's, Yo, but that's an OG move right there. Yeah. It's not legit if you don't have it blessed. Exactly. I, like, brought it to uh, St. Anthony's Basilica. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> nah, I mean, whatever it takes, right? That's what we believe in. We got to yeah. just push. But, you know, it's the fact that I, I love that you said that, you know, even if your family was on board with it or not, you knew it was something that you wanted to do. You know, that's what really stuck out to me because we get this pressure all the time. Like you have to do something this way. And if you don't do it that way, then you're perceived as, you know, you're just not doing the right thing in life. But sometimes it's about what you want to believe in. And, you know, you, you love the culture so much, you decided to write a book of it. And I know you're not just going to stick with the Italian culture when you're writing, right? Or are you... I, uh, I actually did. Oh, you're going to stick to I that? I actually stuck to... I sometimes I go a little bit away. Like uh, I published uh, two articles for the I- Italian America magazine there with the Order of the Sons of Italy. Okay. I published two with them. They asked me to to stick uh, to the Italian track. One of them is published in Italian actually, and it takes place in Salerno. Uh, but that sounds like uh, we could connect to that. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one that we'd love to <laughs> look look more into. Yeah. No. Uh, the, the Order of, of the Sons of Italy is a great organization, so uh, and, they, and they really helped me put my uh, book out there, and I was honored to write for their magazine. 
Awesome. So now let's get into a little bit of the stereotypes mm-hmm. because you said you're from Sicily. Mm-hmm. Does this character, do you, do you mention his heritage? or? Uh, I really don't. I think I might have mentioned Or where Sicily. his family's from? Okay. Uh, I'm like not sure. So I, I wonder if there's any uh, stereotypes with like the mob in this book. I didn't say any mob stereotypes, but what I focused on the most was mental health stereotypes. Okay. So how Italians perceive mental people with mental Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's yeah. what I. Mm. I, 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 I you know, like, ninety percent of Italians won't go to a psychiatrist because they're like, you know, it's the Istanbul. <laughs> and you just hit the nail on the head because the girl is an aspiring therapist. Oh wow! In the book, <laughs> and that's a big bone of contention. What does this girl do? That's a big bone of contention. That's a big bone of contention with Italian families. So. Kista, you don't. She help people with a sick in the head. What does she do for the What did therapy? What a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love it, man. I can't wait to dive in. Uh, wh- what have you been up to since? Coming out with more books? What's yeah. next for you, dude? Uh, so I'm signed on for my second book, which is called The Letter. And it's about a famous Italian-American writer uh, who falls into a coma. And uh, he visits this girl that he uh, had, like an, had an affair with like 10 years ago. And, and like they talk to each other through the coma. I, it, it was inspired by a scene from The Sopranos where Tony gets in the coma, yeah. and like then he, uh, you know, he, he sees his family and everyone who was dead and like stuff like that. So it, it was kind of came from that. I, I love how you're sticking with the Italian American. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, you, you're I'm not, always you're, sticking with that. You're, you're never gonna venture off. I mean, like, I, I like might be forced to because as the books go on, they might ask me to write something different, but. Uh, you know, I always stick with a male Italian-American character and a female who's kind of who, who's not Italian. Yeah, I don't know why yeah, they're like the contrast just works. I, it's it, I can imagine thinking of an idea like that though. Like I said, you're already hit ahead of the game. Thank you. What were you gonna say, B? I said you should probably come to Sopranos Con. <laughs> I know. Are you going to Sopranos yeah. Con? You going? Yes, I'm going. Yeah. Yep. I'll see you there. I love Sopranos. Everything about it. Uh, I actually just connected with uh, a member of the cast. Uh, what's his name? Ray Abruzzo. He plays a oh, little, yeah, yeah. little Carmine. He's he's actually from my neighborhood, and he heard about my uh, book, and we had talked about it on Facebook together. It was pretty cool. Nice, nice. He said he wants to star in the film. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Hold that. Hold that to the right. side. It's perfect. Bring like eight copies. Of yeah, the right. I just start handing them out to people. I, I can't lie. When I first started watching Sopranos, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Like, I kind of hated the stereotypes yes. they portrayed. Like, hearing Carmela say, you want Pajut? Yeah, yeah. You want Kalamad? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't really watch this. But then it kind of stuck on me. You want Nazidi? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it kind of... Gabagol? It kind of stuck on me. And I, at a certain point, I was like, damn, this show is really good. Like, it shows a lot of the family values. And again, Tony Soprano is not the greatest... Uh, yeah. husband but he was a great actor James Gandolfini was an awesome actor it's like it doesn't get better than that I just hope that you know series like that or movies like that don't ever go old you know yeah. I feel like a lot of people are, are getting sick of that Italian mobster Italian lifestyle Italian like just growing up Italian films and stuff like that and that's what I'm a little scared for moving into the future like I hope it just doesn't die out or people get tired of it yeah, I know, and that's yeah, why. Yeah, I'm like you guys said. I'm I'm trying to push the culture forward as like best I can, and it's and it's always important to talk about the good and the bad, you know, because people relate to both. 
it's it's hard, man. I, I like I said, I just hope that it never falls. But are you uh, are you a fan of any Italian sports teams? Do you incorporate any sports in there whatsoever? Uh, I didn't incorporate any sports. Uh, I put in. I'm betting, sorry. gambling, what else do Italians like? I put <laughs> definitely in, like gambling. <laughs> I put in cooking for sure. Oh, yeah, I don't know uh, why I didn't think of that. I put in that the the girl has never met, because it takes place in, in, in the 70s, uh, the girl has never met a guy that's cooked before. Okay. At all. So she's like flabbergasted that this guy sits here and he can cook basically wow. anything. This is sauce? Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh. Sounds like I didn't want to meet this girl, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, what What made him so attracted to her? I'm curious. Like, the, do you talk about that? Yes. Why was he Why I was did. he so in love with her? I did. So he's neurotic and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Shot. He's neurotic and crazy. He has a lot of anxiety. He's uh, anxious 24 hours a day. And she's just laid back. Like, the planes could be crashing all around her, and she doesn't care. So Sounds like it could be our cousin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm he, fits right in. he fits right <laughs> in. <laughs> so, like, that, like, kind of speaks to him. Because, you know, she, like, kind of calms him down. She's like the antidote. Literally. <laughs> she's literally the antidote. Oh, my God. I'm Damn, I, I got to dive into this book, man. Yeah, but like you said, where, where can we find this one more time? Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Amazon.com. Wherever books are sold. We'll tag his Instagram, make sure he has... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Guys, please. please check out his book, Finding Forever. Good read. Can't wait to dive in ourselves. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. And, Ant, thanks again for coming on, man. Thank you guys for having me on. I really am happy to be here. Of course. Pleasure so having much. you. Best of luck, too.